Welcome to the Registered Investment Advisor Podcast, where financial services marketing expert Seth Green interviews experts, executives, and top producers to share can't-miss tips on how they successfully manage their financial service firms, grow their businesses, create great relationships, and influence the industry. And now, here's your host, Seth Green. Welcome to the RIA podcast. This is your host, Seth Green. Today, I have the good fortune to be with John Nowicki, co-founder, president, and CCO of LCM Capital Management. John, thank you so much for joining us. Seth, thank you very much for having me. Enjoy it. Look awesome. Uh, let's go back in time a little bit. You've been in the industry over 36 years. How'd you get started? Uh, yeah, the 1987 uh, got started. Um, Perfect timing. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, actually, September of 1987. So I like to tell people I had no clients, money invested in the crash, <laughs> right? Because I didn't have any clients. Right. So, so that, that's, that's I'm going to steal that line because I started <laughs> in 99 and I should start saying my clients didn't lose anything yeah. in 9 11 or when the tech bubble burst because they didn't exist yet. <laughs> How about it? Right. Yeah. No, it, it's good. So I've been around for a while. And, you know, just always was interested in finance and, and money, to be honest. And then we just kind of grew and, you know, stumbled, fell over our feet for a while. But it's obviously been a great business. And I'm clearly a dinosaur in this industry at 36 years. I don't think you're a dinosaur. I think you're the average age. Um, if you look at the stats in our industry, I think the average is mid 50s, early 60s. And there's going to you, you read the articles all the time about how there's going to be a you know, we might have a shortage of nurses or a shortage of anesthesiologists because of COVID, but 10 years from now, we're going to have a shortage of advisors because everybody who started when you started is going to retire. Yeah. Well, I mean, look, there's no question about it. I guess what I mean by dinosaurs, maybe being at a place for as long as we have, right? I mean, we started our firm 23 years ago, so we've seen a lot, but, you know, obviously with experience comes some knowledge, I hope to, but it's nice to be Again, to be in one industry for as long as we have and, and obviously getting to be successful along the way too. Sure. So you started LCM 23 years ago. Where were you before LCM and what inspired you to start it? Yeah, my, my partner and I, Gary Wozniak, we like to tell people we're two hardworking Polacks. Uh, we really just, almost by default, Seth, if you will, for lack of a better word. I mean, you know, he was at uh, Drexel Burnham and I was at Beer Stearns, two firms that don't exist anymore, right? <laughs> you guys had great taste. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, it's it's pretty unbelievable. But but what we learned was as you know, these firms kept getting bigger and bigger and we kept pushing the rock up the hill. And what I meant by that is, you know, we'd have clients and we'd follow analyst recommendations and we thought what we were doing was the right thing. And all we ended up doing was losing clients money and then carrying the rock back up a hill again. Uh, and it got to the point where we looked at each other and said, look, the only way we're going to do this and if do it right is if we do it ourselves. And so that's where we started this. And, you know, you've been around for a while, too. I mean, RIAs didn't exist like they do today. I mean, back in, in 1998, 1999, I mean, we were. No, it was you were cutting edge back right? then. I mean, even in the late 90s was the start of the trend that to go fee-based instead yep. of commissions. Yep. So you were right on the ground floor um, of the quote-unquote RAA movement. Yeah. I know that you were a big believer in transparency. Um, talk a little bit about your motivation behind that and how you communicate that to clients. Yeah, absolutely. Look at, I mean, I, you know, being around as long as I have, I feel like I, I've got ground to stand on to say, 
our industry, and I'm going to use the word corrupt, deceitful. I mean, what our industry doesn't want, Seth, is they don't want an educated consumer, right? Most industries don't, because if you're an educated consumer, then you start asking questions. Well, we want our people to understand everything. So what we pride ourselves on truly, and what I find most joyful is educating people. My wife's a high school math teacher, so she's an educator. Um, that's what I love to do. So we want to educate people to the cost, to the fees, uh, and taxes. I mean, we want them to understand everything. We want to show them everything. And that's one of the things that we do with prospective clients is we say to them, look, it, send us your statements, bank, brokerage, insurance, everything. We're going to rip through it all. We're going to bring it all to the surface uh, and you're going to see it. And then after you see where you're at today, then we're going to show you what we do, how we do it. And I mean, it's, it's a revelation. I mean, a light goes on and they're like, oh, my God. And it's like, yeah, oh, my God. You know, on our website, for example, it, people go to our website, you're going to see a, a big uh, iceberg, right? And it's, it's not the iceberg above that sunk the Titanic. It's the iceberg below that buried it. And it's the same thing with with our industry. You got to dig below the surface to see the fees that just eat away every single year. And if we can show those to people and they can understand them, uh, then they it makes their life that much easier. And so that's where we like to go with prospective clients and obviously our clients. You work with a couple different types of clients. Who's an ideal client for you? Yeah, you know, it's interesting. An ideal client of, I mean, look at our industry, right? Everyone always talks about, I want to work with the ultra high net worth individual. Give me 10 clients, they have $100 million in assets. Great, life would be easy. The reality of it is there's not that many of them. And so what we really focus on is that market. And I know this sounds weird, but I mean, you know, it's our largest client's family is is a couple hundred million dollar net worth. Uh, Our ideal client is somebody who has, two relationships at different banks or brokerage firms, uh, has a couple million dollars at those places. And what we see is universal across the board is they're getting charged a fee to have their money managed. And then what they're in is mutual funds uh, across the board, which of course have a whole slew of fees on top of it. So that's ideally our client. I mean, we have a posted minimum investment of $25,000. We have children of clients who have $5,000 with us. You know, what we really want to do is be the vanguard of, of money management to the IRA, you know, to individual investors. You know, we had one client, he goes, you guys are nothing but the Walmart of money management. Well, I mean, most people would be insulted by that in our industry. We were like, this is the greatest compliment ever. So, you know, that that's really where we're at. I mean, at the end of the day is, is that client in, in that area. But you know, again, we cover the whole gamut, but it really is for, you know, the people that don't have $10 million and more. Sure. And your normal clients are business owners, physicians, executives. What are some of the biggest mistakes you see them making that you're able to help them fix? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, look at brilliant people, right? I mean, the doctors are brilliant, attorneys, brilliant business owners, successful. The biggest thing that they don't understand is what they own and what they pay. 
I mean, it's it's universal, which again gets back to my educational perspective. Our industry doesn't want to educate people to these things. They're just rather here. Let me let me tell you what you need. No, you know, tell us what you want. And then we're going to build it for you. And we don't have any proprietary products or anything of that nature. We don't sell them, you know, annuities. I mean, it's what is universal across the board. So by showing them what they own, by showing them what they what they pay to do all this, it's universal. I mean, again, it really is. It doesn't matter how successful or smart they are. They're all guilty of the same thing. And that is owning a lot of the same securities. For sure. We see that all the time too. For those, you know, business owners, physicians, executives, those are all really successful, really busy, hard to reach people. You know, there have been financial advisors in areas that have gone broke, it blown their whole marketing budget trying to get in front of physicians only to find out that you're certainly never going to get them on the phone during the day because they're seeing patients and any direct mail, any normal, relatively normal direct mail you send is going to get tossed by the three different gatekeepers they've got. How do you get in the door with folks like that? Very good. I mean, a lot of our business now, Seth, is uh, is referral business. I mean, you know, you work with physicians. We just, for example, uh, one of our physicians here that was in Chicago actually moved out to uh, Boulder and he's a physician at a big group there. And first thing he did was call us and said, can you come in and and talk to our group? And there you have it. I mean, we end up all of a sudden at some of these hospitals, we end up with, with everybody in the OBGYN group or the orthopedic group because we have a client and they just say, hey, talk to John Nowicki. And that's really how we end up doing it. Because I agree with you. I mean, you can spend an entire lifetime and and look, there's always someone who's willing to get take your money and use it for marketing. But at the end of the day, well, we have found out it's, it's our marketing. You know, the greatest compliment someone can give us is a referral. And that's really how we end up doing it. And hopefully Seth Green's podcast. Of course, although it's an industry facing show um, as opposed to a consumer one. <laughs> so let's talk about that. Let's talk about you've also spent a lot of time, you know, the Holy grail in our industry is the referral from an accountant or a lawyer, right? Yeah. Not just a client, but another professional. So I know you spend a lot of time doing that. How have you been able to pull that off? Because I know there's an air, an, a niche kind of you've got with like accountants. Yeah, there is. And and I mean, look, at first and foremost, we look for accountants that aren't licensed, right? Because personally, John Nowicki thinks it's a conflict of interest. You know, that's just how we are. So what we try and do is is that's one of the first criteria is if we can find accountants that do not have a license in our industry, then we want to talk with them. And as you well know, I mean, accountants see everything, right? I mean, they're the only people who have access to every single financial in bits of information that people have. So that is why we really try and focus in on them. And and you know, it's it's re, you know it's reciprocal. I mean, but also we don't want an accountant who charges four thousand dollars an hour to do someone's taxes. I mean, it's you know what LCM stands for is low cost management. So it'd be kind of you know. Uh, and not a conflict of interest, but um, the word's escaping me right now. But I mean, if we're sending someone to do an accounting work for our clients and we're charging them a half of a percent and the, and the accountant is charging them more to do their accounting, it's not a great thing. But but that's really what we focus in on is that and, and it's worked, which is great. 
That is awesome. For You've achieved so much success over the decades for not only yourself, obviously, but more importantly for your clients. What is your biggest challenge now? Uh, the biggest challenge, I would say, is finding younger people to get in this business. Uh, we just hired somebody, a new kid from Michigan State, recent grad. We've actually got two interns coming in uh, who are seniors in college, both finance. That's the hardest thing is finding the younger people in our industry. I mean, you and I, we've done this for a while, you know, back in the day. I mean, you know, the, the Wolf of Wall Street, right? Pretty much everyone in our industry has seen that movie. When my son saw it, they were like, Dad, you got to go see this movie. And I'm like, Dad, I live that movie. I mean, that's what it was. But there's no one young wanting to get into this industry. So that's the hardest thing to do. We're getting older. I mean, it's it's hard to work 70 hours a day, uh, you know, a week anymore. Uh, impossible to work 70 hours a, a day. But it, it's it's interesting, though, because that's the hardest challenge that we have uh, is finding younger people who want to get into this business because there's a lure to it. But I also think that people, the younger generation walks in and they want a car, they want seven figures and they don't want a cold call. Well, I mean, how do you think these clients, they don't just knock on a door, right? I mean, you have to go get them. So that's the biggest challenge that I would say for us, for sure. Absolutely. And your passion is obvious. What do you like best about what you're doing? Uh, that would be for sure educating people. I mean, the money management side of it's easy doing this as long as we have. That's the easy part. The fun part is really just ripping someone's financial world uh, apart into pieces and putting it all together and showing them it. But I mean, the education standpoint is the best. And again, selfishly, Seth, when our clients are educated, it makes our life easier because they're not calling us uh, asking why, what's going to happen in the market today, tomorrow, what the Fed's going to do. I mean, they understand, right? It's a long-term journey and it's not. So that's what I find most joyful for sure. Awesome. And talk, do you manage money in-house? Are you outsourcing some of it to, you know, third-party money managers or SMAs? No. How does that work? Yeah, we, we do it all. I mean, look at one of the things that I've learned over the 36 years is I, while I don't have the 17 degrees, I am as smart as the next guy. And what we both have in common is no one knows what's going to happen tomorrow, right? And so we manage it all ourselves. And because we do it all ourselves, uh, you know, we're able to cut down on, on costs, right? Because we're not paying someone to manage our money uh, for us. So we do that all in-house. We own all individual stocks. We own all individual bonds. Uh, so that part of it is, is a little arduous. Uh, from a research perspective and in doing our due diligence on everything. But at the end of the day, it works. And when we know it works. That's a beautiful thing. Well, we know your time is incredibly valuable. We greatly appreciate you spending some of it with us. Anything else you want to share that I didn't think to ask you yet? No, I, I, I think we pretty much covered it all. I, I really appreciate the opportunity that you've, you've given me and my firm to talk a little bit about us. And, uh, and, and, and I do, but I think we, you know, I think we've done a pretty good job. I, what I would tell people if Lemon is listening, make sure everyone understands what you own, right? And what you pay, uh, because that's what really is important over the course of time. But uh, no, I appreciate the time and, and the opportunity, Seth, for sure. All right. Well, this has been Seth Green for the RAA podcast with John Nowicki of LCM Capital, lcmcapital.com. Uh, thank you, everybody, for watching and listening. We will talk to you or see you next time. John, thanks again. Seth, thank you. Enjoy the rest of your day. Thanks, everybody, for watching or listening. Again, we'll talk to you or see you next time.